We will all give an account before the Lord God Almighty for all of our actions. We cannot dismiss that truth. Those that live out a true faith in Christ by following Him, by treating Him as the Lord He is, and looking to do His will on earth, are the only ones that will be allowed to enter His kingdom. It's not just about saying things, it's about doing things, about doing His will here and now. Hello and welcome to another message from the Latter Rain Ministries, where we're dedicated to sharing Jesus Christ and His truth with the world. Today's message is about how God will have mercy on Israel. God has not abandoned nor forsaken Israel. That will never happen, especially during these end times. God loves Israel and His Word teaches that He will bless those that bless them and curse those that curse them. Supporting Israel goes beyond politics and national interests. If you want God's blessing on your life, you should bless Israel and support however possible. If you are indifferent or worse, agree with harming them, God's judgment will surely come upon you sooner or later. Today's message is inspired in Jeremiah chapter 31 verses 1 to 22. Lord God, Heavenly Father, hallowed and glorified and exalted be your name. For yours is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. For you are the one that was, that is, and that is to come. Your kingdom come, Lord God. Your will be done on earth as it is done in heaven. Lord God, Heavenly Father, I pray for your ongoing mercy and grace. I pray, Heavenly Father, that you please forgive our sins and our wrongs. I pray, O Lord, Heavenly Father, Holy God, that you may please help us to be sensitive to your will and to your ways. Help us, O Lord, to understand, O Lord God, that we need to be able to be attentive to you, Lord God, to pay attention to what you want to tell us, Lord God, to look to do your will on earth as it is done in heaven. Heavenly Father, I pray in the name of Jesus for your guidance, O Lord, and I pray, O Lord God, for your ongoing mercy. Heavenly Father, please never abandon us or forsake us. I pray, Heavenly Father, Holy God, especially for Israel. I pray, O Lord, Heavenly Father, for your blessing upon them, for your protection upon them, Lord God. I pray, Heavenly Father, that you please, Lord God, allow for those hostages to be released. I pray, Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus, that you may do your justice. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, I pray. Amen. Today's key passage is in Jeremiah chapter 31, verses 1 to 22. This is the word of the Lord. At the same time, says the Lord, I will be the God of all the families of Israel, and they shall be my people. Thus says the Lord, the people who survived the sword found grace in the wilderness. Israel, when I went to give them rest, the Lord has appeared of old to me saying, yes, I have loved you with an everlasting love. Therefore, with loving kindness, I have drawn you. Again, I will build you you shall be rebuilt, O virgin of Israel. You shall again be adorned with your tambourines and shall go forth in the dances of those who rejoice. You shall yet plant vines on the mountains of Samaria. The planters shall plant and eat them as ordinary food. For there shall be a day when the watchmen will cry on Mount Ephraim, Arise and let us go up to Zion, to the Lord our God. For thus says the Lord, sing with gladness for Jacob and shout among the chief of the nations. Proclaim, give praise and say, O Lord, save your people, the remnant of Israel. Behold, I will bring them from the north country and gather them from the ends of the earth, 
among them the blind and the lame, the woman with child and the one who labors with child together. A great throng shall return there. They shall come with weeping and with supplications I will lead them. I will cause them to walk by the rivers of waters in a straight way in which they shall not stumble. For I am a father to Israel and Ephraim is my firstborn. Hear the word of the Lord, O nations, and declare it in the isles afar off and say, He who scattered Israel will gather him and keep him as a shepherd does his flock. For the Lord has redeemed Jacob and ransomed him from the hand of one stronger than he. Therefore they shall come and sing in the height of Zion, streaming to the goodness of the Lord. For wheat and new wine and oil for the young of the flock and the herd, their souls shall be like a well-watered garden, and they shall sorrow no more at all. Then shall the virgin rejoice in the dance, and the young men and the old together. For I will turn their mourning to joy, will comfort them and make them rejoice rather than sorrow. I will satiate the soul of the priest with abundance, and my people shall be satisfied with my goodness, says the Lord. Thus says the Lord, a voice was heard in Ramah, lamentation and bitter weeping, Rachel weeping for her children, refusing to be comforted for her children because they are no more. Thus says the Lord, refrain your voice from weeping and your eyes from tears, for your work shall be rewarded, says the Lord. And they shall come back from the land of the enemy. There is hope in your future, says the Lord, that your children shall come back to their own border. I have surely heard Ephraim bemoaning himself. You have chastised me, and I was chastised. Like an untrained bull, restore me, and I will return, for you are the Lord my God. Surely after my turning, I repented. And after I was instructed, I struck myself on the thigh. I was ashamed, yes, even humiliated, because I bore the reproach of my youth. Is Ephraim my dear son? Is he a pleasant child? For though I spoke against him, I earnestly remember him still. Therefore my heart yearns for him. I will surely have mercy on him, says the Lord. Set up signposts, make landmarks, set your heart toward the highway, the way in which you went. Turn back, O virgin of Israel. Turn back to these cities. How long will you gad about, O you backsliding daughter? For the Lord has created a new thing in the earth, a woman shall encompass a man. Some might ask, why should Christians support Israel? And the answer is that despite much of Israel still not recognizing Jesus Christ as Lord, at least not yet, they are still God's people. God has not forsaken Israel. God has not let go of his people. The Lord's mercies to Abraham, the father of faith, are still very much alive today. One fact that we as Christians should bear in mind always is that God through the Lord Jesus Christ actually added the Gentile, the converted pagan to Israel. God made of the Jew and Gentile one nation through the Lord Jesus Christ. They are our brethren, even though many of them may not know it or even acknowledge it and or accept it yet. Those of us that have taken on Jesus Christ as the Lord of our lives have been added through God's mercy to his people. For it is written, but now in Christ Jesus, you who once were far off have been brought near by the blood of Christ. For he himself is our peace who has made both one and has broken down the middle wall of separation, 
having abolished in his flesh the enmity, that is, the law of commandments contained in ordinances, as to create in himself one new man from two, thus making peace. And so we can conclude that God has not forsaken Israel or dismissed them, but rather we the Gentile, the pagan, that were completely foreign to everything that belongs to God and to God himself, have been brought near to Israel and added to them through the Lord Jesus Christ. This is why as Christians, as followers of Jesus Christ, we are called by God to support Israel any way we can. This is the reason for why many of us Americans still support Israel, because although many in our nation want to forget about God, the Lord was the one that founded our great nation. The United States was founded as a Christian nation under God, by men and women that feared and loved the Lord. Some might think that the United States supported Israel historically because they are a strategic ally in the Middle East. But the truth is that much of our American leadership supported Israel because of our Christian heritage as followers of Jesus Christ. That's our story with Israel. And if we as Americans want to be blessed by God, we should continue to aid our brother Israel. Every God-fearing person should bless and support Israel. The Word of God explains this to us, which is also very much in effect today. In Genesis chapter 12, it says, Now the Lord had said to Abraham, Get out of your country, from your family, and from your father's house, to a land that I will show you. I will make you a great nation. I will bless you and make your name great. And you shall be a blessing. I will bless those who bless you and I will curse him who curses you and in you all the families of the earth shall be blessed. This promise from God himself is still valid today that those that bless Israel, the children of Abraham, will be blessed. But those who curse Israel will be cursed by God himself and as Christians, the root of our faith is through Abraham and that is how all of the families of the earth find blessing and grace from God through faith, just as Abraham found grace before the Lord. Now, some may argue and say, but much of Israel rejects the Lord Jesus Christ and do not even follow or fear God as they should. They don't even follow their own faith as Jews. Why should we still support them? And you would not be incorrect necessarily thinking that because yes, most of Israel has fallen away from God and followed the world's same paganism and sinful ways, including not acknowledging the Lord Jesus Christ. But God still loves them. And God allows for difficult things to happen to them and to all people who he tries to draw near to him. You see, the great majority of people do not seek and turn to the Lord when all things are good. We have all come to Christ for some sort of hardship that God allowed in our lives so we can understand that we need him. We are not wise people, but rather quite the contrary. Because of our hardness of heart and our rebellious instincts, we do not turn to God when it's still a good time. God allows for our pride to be broken so that we can see that we are nothing without him and that we need to turn to repent from our sins before almighty God. God is doing that with Israel because he still loves Israel and is calling Israel to repentance and conversion. And so even though God is allowing hardship to come upon them because many need to turn to him, we cannot stand idly by and just watch our brother suffer. 
The word of God says this in Obadiah chapter one. But you should not have gazed on the day of your brother and the day of his captivity, nor should you have rejoiced over the children of Judah in the day of their destruction, nor should you have spoken proudly in the day of distress. You should not have entered the gate of my people in the day of their calamity. Indeed, you should have not have gazed on their affliction in the day of their calamity, nor laid hands on their substance in the day of their calamity. You should not have stood at the crossroads to cut off those among them who escaped, nor should you have delivered up those among them who remained in the day of distress. For the day of the Lord upon all the nations is near. As you have done, it shall be done to you. Your reprisal shall return upon your own head. Yes, God is dealing with his people, but we cannot be indifferent or judgmental to what is happening. God didn't forgive that back then, and he will surely not forgive it now. We as Christians, as followers of the Lord Jesus Christ, should feel our brother Israel's pain, grief, and sorrow. We should cry and weep in our hearts before the Lord for what is happening. We should pray for them at the very least. We should intercede for them because the Lord and help and support however we can. This is ultimately for your own good. Why? Because God blesses those that bless them and curses those that curse them. And also because we will be treated the same way we treat them. If we support the evil that is being done to them, then God will allow for that same evil to come upon us. If we are indifferent to what is happening to them, then we will suffer the same indifference. Just as we read, as you have done, it shall be done to you. Your reprisal shall return upon your own head. God still cares very much about Israel and about what is done to them. God has not forgotten about Israel and least of all written them off. God loves Israel and God will return upon our own very heads however we choose to react to their condition, whether here or now or in the final judgment. Everything we do will be taken into account for good or for evil. Every single person, those that harm Israel, those that are indifferent to Israel will stand judgment before Almighty God without exception. Today's message from the Lord is very simple. Support Israel at whatever cost in prayer for their salvation and for deliverance from their enemies. Support Israel in a practical manner with whatever is within your means. If you are a person that proclaims to be a follower of the Lord Jesus Christ, then obey his word and do what is necessary for Israel, for its people. We always need to remember that we will all stand in the final judgment and give an account for our actions, every single one of us. For it is written, and as it is appointed for men to die once, but after this the judgment. And therefore we make it our aim whether present or absent, to be well-pleasing to him. For we must all appear before the judgment seat of Christ, that each one may receive the things done in the body according to what he has done, whether good or bad. We will all give an account before the Lord God Almighty for all of our actions. We cannot dismiss that truth. Those that live out a true faith in Christ by following him, by treating him as the Lord he is, and looking to do his will on earth, 
are the only ones that will be allowed to enter his kingdom. It's not just about saying things, it's about doing things, about doing his will here and now. For it is also written, Not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, shall enter the kingdom of heaven, but he who does the will of my Father in heaven. God's will is this. Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God, the Lord is one. And you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind, and with all your strength. This is the first commandment, and the second like it is this. You shall love your neighbor as yourself. There is no other commandment greater than these. And so, love the Lord and love your brethren. And that includes loving Israel. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, Holy Lord, blessed be your name. I give you thanks for your mercy and for your grace. Because even though we were very far away, Lord God, from all of your promises, because of our sin, because of our rebellion. Lord God, through Jesus Christ, you have brought us near to you, and you have given us the hope of salvation and eternal life. Heavenly Father, Holy God, help us to understand, O Lord, as Gentiles, of people that are not from Israel, to understand that we have been added onto Israel by grace, and that you still love Israel Heavenly Father, I pray, O Lord, that you help us to understand that reality and that we must support Israel, and that we must pray for Israel, and that we must love Israel because they are your people. Heavenly Father, I pray for your divine mercy. I pray for your grace. I pray for their salvation. I pray, Heavenly Father, humbly, Lord God, you please protect them, Lord God. I pray, Heavenly Father, that all those hostages taken may be freed at this very moment in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. I pray, Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus, that you may please, Lord God, do justice on earth, that your will be done on earth as it is done in heaven. Heavenly Father, help us, O Lord, to do good to our brethren, to love our neighbor, Heavenly Father, I give you thanks and I praise you. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, I pray. Amen. Please join us again next time as we look into God's Word together. And if you have any questions or just need some prayer, please email us through our website. If you want to listen to other messages, you can go to our website or look for our podcast in the Apple iTunes store under The Latter Rain Ministries to subscribe. The Latter Rain Ministries is a self-supporting Christian ministry dedicated to sharing Jesus Christ and His truth with the world. The Lord is near. May God bless you.